Hi, and welcome to the podcast, Making Sense, brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. I'm your host, Emily Bigham, and each week I'll be taking your questions to the experts to help you make sense of your money, pun intended. Welcome back. Today on the podcast is Matt Veen here to talk about best careers for military spouses. Matt is a colleague of mine here at Navy Federal. He leads the commercial banking team in our business solutions division and is a military spouse himself. Welcome, Matt. Awesome. Thank you for having me. So what is the best careers for military spouses list? Yeah, definitely. So it is a wonderful list for military spouses like myself who are seeking employment, uh, whether they have just PCS or moved, looking for career transition, or simply just doing something different. So why did you choose to come up with this list? What was the momentum or motivation behind preparing this, publishing it? Yeah, absolutely. So when you think of um, when you think of military spouse, when you think of unemployment right now, we all see that the unemployment rate is fairly low nationally. We take a look at it; it's at five six percent. However, the unemployment rate for a military spouse like myself is still very staggering, north of thirty percent. And the unemployed is still roughly around the same. And so when you see a military spouse um, and when you look at the unemployment rate um, with them compared to the national unemployment, it's much different. And so this is a great opportunity for a military spouse to segue, like I said, into a new trans- segue into a new career, start something different, whether they lost their job due to move, et cetera. So what's on the list? Definitely. So we have, as a credit union, we've identified – major industries segments that work well for a military spouse. So when you think of it, um, government and public administration, business support and human resources, healthcare, social assistance, educational services, financial services, retail customer service, manufacturing and defense contracting. We've notated that these types of industries fit very, very well for a military spouse. Granted, they're very large. However, coupled with your family orientation, moving, what's going on in today's world, these fit best for a military spouse. They are broad, um, as you said. And looking at the list, there seem to be certain roles within these industries that would be best for the military spouses. Can you talk a little bit about that and why that you decided to pick out these certain roles? Absolutely. So look at the first one. So take a look at government and public administration. So um, military families, they relocate. And where are they working? They're working out of army bases, naval bases, air force stations, et cetera. And what's tied to those bases? Federal buildings, state buildings. And so that's when you kind of see government and public administration, that there are a lot of job opportunities tied to military locations. So that's when you take a look at San Diego, you look at Washington, D.C., areas in North Carolina. You also look at places in Texas and so on. If you look at the second one, so like take a look at financial services. Financial services is such a broad industry. However, those types of skills and that type of industry is very, very transferable. And so when you look at a military spouse moving and whatnot, it's so easy to parlay your skills and um, experience into a financial services job, whether it's banking, it could be mortgage, et cetera. Were there any surprises to you? To be honest, not really. Um, because like what you said before, it's very, very broad. So it's starting from like this top funnel approach and then really narrowing it down as to what that person or persons wants to be doing. Um, I mean, when you take a look at government and public administration, that's like a 30,000 foot overview, but then you want to get more concrete and be like, okay, what is it exactly what I want to do within federal government? Or it could be in state. 
So I noticed that uh, a lot of these roles are analyst or project manager, or they seem to be roles that you could take on the road, or you know they have a lot of flexibility. They're remote, um, and I also saw a point in here about how military spouses, even pre-pandemic, had a pretty low, actually pretty high unemployment rate. But what was confusing to me was the the part about the pre-pandemic and then it getting more difficult during the pandemic. When we're hearing that a lot of companies are sending people home to work from home, there's a lot more remote work available. Why is it more difficult during the pandemic? And do you see that changing? So it's interesting. Why? I mean, the best thing for a military spouse right now, and I don't want this to sound negative, is COVID. That COVID has really opened up this notion of you don't need to be in the office. And so the whole misconception of a military spouse is, you know, pre-pandemic is you go in for a job interview and you tell that person or the hiring manager, I'm a military spouse. They immediately think, oh, you're only going to be here for a year or two and then you have to move. Um, and that's not the case. And so what COVID did, not only with Navy Federal Credit Union, but any other organization has been like, no, we can do the same amount of work from home, be more efficient and be more effective. And so that's the best thing that's ever happened for military spouses, unfortunately, for these past two or three years. Right. No, but that is great. And that's a good point that you bring up. Um, I also saw here that um, <clears throat> military spouses, 89% of them have a college education, 30% have a four-year degree, and 15% have an advanced degree. So these spouses are people who have been in the workforce. They know what's up. They yeah. understand competitive salaries. Um, I'm surprised that it's difficult for them, but I'm happy that it, it is probably getting better and that this list can help them. It is. And, you know, it's interesting, um, depending on where we are in our generations, um, we're dual income households today. You don't see a lot of single single income households today. We just can't do it with the way economy is growing and, and whatnot. And so this whole idea of the military spouse stays home and the spouse is out and the and active duty service members at work is kind of like null anymore. It's gone. Um, I mean, joking aside, it's so funny. They always, um, my wife gets asked all the time what I, what I do at home. Um, you know, is your husband a stay-at-home <laughs> stay husband, stay-at-home father, et cetera. So um, it's a lot different. Um, you know, one thing that people do run into that I've run into here in DC is um, licensing issues. And that's what you just kind of noted is for your degrees, professional degrees, um, master's degrees, PhDs, medical doctors, et cetera. There's a lot of military spouses that have um, those degrees and above. And so one thing that they kind of do run into is this licensing thing of transferring their licenses from one state to another. And so that is one hurdle that some of them are facing right now. I can see that that would be difficult. And also it's very unmotivating to start a job and really be excited about it. And then all of a sudden you have to pick up and move and it's not up to you. And not only do you have to move yourself, but your family, your kids, your yep. your homes, and it's a lot of work. Um, I come from a military family. My dad was in the Navy. My mom was the military spouse who stayed home. Um, you know, they always said that's the toughest job in the Navy is the military spouse. And I believe it, <laughs> you know, and um, the the spouse deploys and the stay at home spouse is watching the kids, um, you know, and she left a career for that path. And I mean, thankfully, you know, we're fine here today. But I to your point, I don't see how families could do that now not having a dual income. It just seems very, very difficult. So I'm glad that there are these resources. Yeah, I mean, think about just, you know, it's interesting when you go back to like, you know, the skills transferring from one state to another. Think of a lot of folks who are licensed case social workers or therapists that you could be registered to practice in the state of Texas, but then you move to Virginia. You have to start that process all over again. You could be a medical doctor and then you have to 
transfer that as well. And so it, it can be tough and cumbersome for people to be having to do this every couple of years, every four years. However, there's been leaps and bounds over the past four, five, six years to help uh, military spouses do this, have the resources available to accelerate the process, um, even at a reduced cost. Great. That's wonderful. Yep. And um, what would you say is the biggest obstacle? The biggest obstacle is not having your experience and skills transferable. Why? That's number one. Because you have to be able to adapt. That's the key thing. Obviously, military spouses, I pride myself and other all military spouses to be adaptable because you're moving from one state to another. You're resilient and you're tenacious. On the flip side, it's like having those skills um, and experience to be transferable from one state to another. Take Washington, D.C. Washington, D.C. is an, a mecca for job opportunities. However, you move in three, four years and you can go to Dayton, Ohio or Colorado Springs or L.A. or San Diego. But then you want to ensure that your experience and skills and attributes that you've had in Washington, D.C. are then transferable to companies um, alike in those other surrounding states. So tell me a little bit more about your experience as a military spouse. Did you run into some of these challenges? You know, it was interesting. Um, my wife and I got married in 2014. We moved across country in 2014, bought a new house in 2014. So we experienced all of life's challenges really within this like six, seven week period. Um, I was with a company in Denver um, at the time, and I had a huge challenge. I remember I had approached my manager um, and letting her know that I'm moving to D.C. Um, and it was really interesting to see her reaction. She took it as almost like an insult. And I, and I let her know, I'm like, hey, I'm not moving because I want to. I'm moving because we have to. And so um, it, was, it was an interesting process to finally get that going um, with that company. And I um, was able to finally get a, a transfer. However, it took a long time. It was not an easy process. Um, there were job opportunities out here in D.C. that I could have applied for, and I did. Um, it took about a three to four, five-month period where they finally offered me a new position out here in D.C. With your previous company? With my previous employer. However, what I wanted to do was I'm like, you know, if this is going to be so hard, then I don't know if I want to work for a company like that. And so what I did is I'm, I went to LinkedIn, started networking, started meeting people. And that was the cool thing was I knew D.C. is a very transferable city. And so – People are willing to help people out. And it was I was mind blown. I remember I had emailed 10 people through LinkedIn, and I remember I used to get eight or nine responses right away saying, hey, I want to help. Because I have to remember a lot of people who live here in D.C. reached out to somebody years ago to help them get a job. And so it's just like that spider effect. Right. Were you able to use um, any sort of network, military spouse network? Does that exist? I'm assuming so it exists. It does. Back then, I didn't know. And so it's grown leaps and bounds over the past five to eight years of what that network is um, like. I will tell you the military spouse network today, it's a very tight community. And military spouses, look out for military spouses. That's great. That's nice to know. I also read here that um, some of the things that they're looking for besides flexibility and um, is <clears throat> a meaningful job. And that has to be important to them. I mean, they're in the military, they're, you know, they're connected to the military, which also has meaning. Did that play a part in this list, do you think? Absolutely. Um, absolutely. I mean, I'll just give you a personal um, personal example real quick is um, my job with Navy Federal. Um, I was not looking for a job. Um, however, this opportunity came to me um, and I never even thought about ever working for a credit union. But we're a military family and what better way to help 
then work for Navy Federal. Um, and it, it's wonderful. And it's been able to help me make a um, significant impact and um, contribution not only to the members that we serve, but to my team um, and to myself and to my family. That's great. I, we heard that a lot at Navy Federal just from employee surveys about the meaning of work. And um, I know it's it's a it means a lot to me to be able to help the military coming from a military family and household. Um, We're all connected somehow, like, you know, the military, like we think about, like, I've never served. However, you know, if we've been in this country for two plus generations, we've had a family member who has served at one time. And so there is some sort of connection. But um, what I love is everybody has such a high appreciation and strong appreciation for the military. So this is the first year we've done a list for military spouses. However, if we go to 2018, we developed the first iteration of best cities after service for veterans. In 2019, we developed best careers after service. Um, and then last year, in 2020, we published best cities after service 2.0, which helps identify top cities in the U.S. for military members who recently completed active duty service and families changing priorities due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Um, however, I do want to let everybody know that if you're interested in more resources, check out our blog. Our blog's awesome. It gives great articles, tips, and topics um, for myself like a military spouse or for veterans or anybody else at www.navyfederal.org slash blog. So in talking about tips for job seekers, you know, we've, we've talked about the different industries that are great for military spouses. But, you know, what are your tips? You talked about you went on LinkedIn, you were networking. Um, what are some other ways? Yeah. So I'm going to go back to social media. And I know there's a lot of folks who are kind of weary about social media. One thing is, is through LinkedIn, that's how you get jobs today. And this is what I tell everybody. Um, and I don't ever say this like a, a bragging thing or whatnot, but I really have prided myself on my network. And every job that I've ever had has been through my network. I've never gone to a careers website to apply. And that's so important for people to be building that brand. I've always said, you know, when you go to that career page on a web on a website, it's almost applying to a black hole almost because you and hundreds of other applications are being submitted and you're just kind of keeping your fingers crossed and praying that, hey, a recruiter picks up your resume at that time or day. And so there's so many other targeted ways. And so LinkedIn is definitely the professional network. You know, I've always said that's my professional resume. Um, that's how you build your network. That's how you meet people. Um, and so it's so, so important for any anybody, a military spouse or anybody else who's looking for that career transition. That's my number one tip. Um, there's some great courses out there on how to utilize it, um, how to be more effective on it. It's not necessarily spending hours a day on there. It's just a, a targeted approach, having a strategy in mind um, and executing that. I think that sounds wonderful for someone who has a career and has a resume built up. What if you are just entering the workforce, but you're also a military spouse who's PCSing? Absolutely. So Navy Federal's partnered with Hire Heroes USA, um, which is a great organization that you can um, you can benefit from. So HireHeroesUSA.org. Um, they have great starting tips and tricks for somebody like you were just talking about to do that, where maybe LinkedIn could be step number three or four. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of people who face that, that, that challenge and yeah. it can be intimidating. It can be hard. And trust me, it's not easy. Absolutely. It's not. I can understand too, if you're looking for the flex, I mean, there, there's so many things that really need to make, really need to make it work for military spouses, but there are jobs out there and this list must be really helpful. And I'm, I'm really excited that you guys did this because I think that, um, it's just another resource and a way for people to start and see, oh, my skills are transferable. Like just because I didn't work in healthcare before doesn't mean that I can't transfer my skills over to healthcare or a larger organization. 
So I, I, I think this list is wonderful. And um, you, know, you mentioned, I guess you and I were talking about it earlier, about how this is a primary focus for the First Lady and her uh, Joining Forces Initiative or Task Force. Yeah, I remember when I first moved to D.C. when um, uh, President Biden back then was Vice President Biden, Jill Biden's big initiative was military spouse employment. And this was when in 2014, 15, and 16. And so it's great to see with her being the first lady now that it's still a number um, it's a, I'm not going to say number one, but it's definitely a top two or three initiative from her is military spouse employment. She has a very strong connection with the U.S. Chamber of Commerce with higher our heroes, higher inner heroes, um, et cetera. So where are some of these resources that um, listeners can go Absolutely. to? Absolutely. So I encourage everybody to go to NavyFederal.org uh, forward slash um, uh, military spouse, um, and they can seek that list there. Um, also, you can go to Hire Heroes USA as well um, as two wonderful starting points. Great. Well, is there anything else that, that we missed that you want to mention here about military spouses, best careers? No, I think, you know, what I would tell anybody who's a, um, a mill spouse today is don't ever be intimidated um, for, a, for trying to do a job in a different industry like you brought up. Um, Navy Federal Credit Union or most banking in general. I'll use banking as an example because that's my, my career. We don't necessarily like to see that you have banking on your resume. It's about the experience and what you're doing. Um, here at Navy Federal um, or most banks, we can teach you banking. That's That's easy. But it's the the, the life experiences, um, the tenacity, the resiliency um, that you bring is just tenfold and just priceless. Agreed. I've you know as a hiring manager myself, I've had to hire a lot of people inside and outside the company, and it really is about the experience and and you know are you connected to the mission and you can teach anyone anything just like you said. So I really hope that people are not intimidated to go out there and try new industries or try new careers as well. No, it's so fun to see people's passion um, and like you like you were saying earlier too is. It's not always about the money as well. They love, like, yeah, we want to make good money and we want to have awesome benefits. That's important. But the mission. And when you survey people and when you ask them about that, you'll get a lot of responses of no. They want to make sure that what they're doing is for the better and that they're helping people. Yeah. Um, and it's rewarding. Well, I think and every, money comes with it. Of course. And I think every industry on here probably has some of that in it. Um, so I would encourage people to go check out the best careers for military spouses on Navy Federal's website. You mentioned Hire Heroes, U.S. Chamber of Commerce, and other people getting involved. So lots of resources, and I'm glad that this is getting a lot of attention. It so. is. It, it is. It's been a really, <laughs> really good thing to help. So, Well, thanks again for coming on and taking the time to talk today. I hope you have a great rest awesome. of your day. Thank you for having me. Of course. Navy Federal Credit Union is federally insured by the National Credit Union Administration. This podcast is intended to provide general information and shouldn't be considered legal, tax, or financial advice. It's always a good idea to consult a tax or financial professional for specific information on how certain laws may apply to your individual financial situation. References to and participation with the military community does not constitute organizational endorsement. Navy Federal is an equal housing lender. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission.